in general. Today's episode, we have Mr. Paul Ritsuna. Let me put that in the banner here. <laughs> we have Mr. Paul Ritsuna live to discuss your brain, who's actually in control. So, Paul, I'm curious about this episode. Sure. What do you mean exactly by what you're about to say? Because I, I, I'm curious right now, and I'm it, sure everybody is curious as well. Gonna, it, it's going to be kind of interesting. So last week we kind of discussed, you know, like memory and, you know, how, like memory function, short-term versus long-term memory. And I kind of got into a little bit of a, uh, I don't know, I, got a, I didn't get off topic, but I, was ta I started talking about the brain a little bit. So I want to kind of do just like a little bit on the brain to kind of tease your mind a little bit as far as, you know, really, you know, who's in control? Is it you yeah. or, your, or your brain? And yeah. this, I think personally has to do with everything, you know, uh, in everyday function, your human behavior, the choices you make every day, um, right. you know, your feelings, regardless of what it is, whether it's business, personal life. So essentially to start out, it's, you know, the brain in your conscious experience, right? So, right your mind and your body. So there, there's something called like uh, the mind body or the mind brain problem, right? Okay. So, so one term, and this came from like, again, I learned this from, I took the human brain in college and this is some stuff that I learned in college, background behavioral science for anybody who doesn't know. Um, I'm currently a real estate broker, owner of a agency, et cetera, for anybody who's been here. Um, but my background, I got a bachelor's degree in behavioral science Right. And um, and I did that for a number of years as a behavioral specialist. So there is a term that's dualism. Right. And and it's the like the mind and the brain that it, it's the belief that the mind and the brain are, are different kinds of substances that that um, exist independently. Right. Kind of a weird thought. Right. I'm not saying I believe in these things. These are textbook terms. Right for physio physio uh, your physiology uh, your physiology of the brain physiology right? yeah yes. yeah um, so take for example um, you know say you see a person with a gun and they point it at you right right you feel you might feel frightened right so you might say oh i feel frightened because somebody's pointing a gun at me right right well a neurologist might say well no you feel frightened because you have increased um, uh, electrochemical activity in your central amygdala. Right. Right. So where you go with this is, okay, well, those are two different things. Well, this is how I feel, but your body's actually doing something, a pattern of uh, a system that's creating your perception of fear. Right. Now take this into business. Are you afraid to go call that client? Are you afraid mm -hmm. to work out? Are you afraid to get up early? Are you nervous to do X, Y, and Z? Or, right. you know, um, you're, say, take it as a, from an agent level. Okay. You know for a fact that you're, that you're about to go to a listing appointment and you're competing against multiple other agents. Right. Or, you know, I don't, I'm not afraid. I mean, I'm just not. Like, my, I don't feel afraid. I'm used to it. I've done this a million times. But if yeah. you're a new agent, you might feel fear, fearful. And it's because of that thought. But there's actually a pattern that's happening in your brain. Now, right. we'll go to other things later on. But the point is, is there, you could define it two different ways. From almost like a mechanical way versus mm -hmm. your thoughts and your what you feel your thoughts and feelings, right? Right. So, so if you go to the pattern of activity that occurs in your brain, say when you see a, a dog. Right. Right. That's your perception of a dog, the actual pattern itself. 
Right. I mean, this, unless you really, so think about uh, turning on a light switch. It's connected to your, your electric panel, which is connected mm -hmm. to electricity at the street. The switch, when you turn it on, a flow of electricity goes through and goes to the light and turns on. Right. Okay. That light turning on is your perception of, of a rabbit or a dog or whatever. Right. The process in your brain is flicking a light switch, causing the flow of electricity, right? So it's a process. Mm -hmm. so, so if you stop to think about that, right? So the pattern that occurs when you feel fear, that a pattern is happening without you controlling it. Right. You see something, you feel fearful. Yeah. It's a trigger, right? That you don't have control. Yeah. So when you think of the complexity of who's in control, is it your brain? Or, you know, or is it you? Are you controlling your brain? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a mind funk, right? It messes with. Yeah. Okay, so now take it to practical everyday, uh, say, human behavior. Why do people smoke cigarettes? Why do people have bad habits? You know, why do people, like, take it with the program, for example. You know, when you're working out and working out, it feels great. You, f you start to have negative thoughts if you can't work out or if your routine goes to change. Mm -hmm. or if you decide to start waking up early, ah, I don't feel like it. Ah, and then you make excuses. Understand that those are patterns going on in your brain. So are you in control of those or is your brain controlling you? Right. You kind of see where I'm going with this? Yep. No, I see what I see exactly what you're saying. Uh, so, so would you say that there is a way to yes. identify when this is happening and take over what your brain is doing? That's where I'm, that's the kind of end result of this, right? Mm -hmm. so, yeah. so the point is, is first and foremost, you, it's kind of a broad concept in my, like it's, it's kind of, it takes kind of in-depth thinking in my opinion to really process what I'm saying, I, I think, because yeah. it's kind of complex, but it's kind of simple in a way. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's now, now it's not to say that your brain physiology controls you more than you control your brain. Mm -hmm. Rather, your brain is literally you. Kind of weird, right? So That's basically weird. how you develop your brain, your routines, your systems, your business, your your habits, your food, your exercise, all these things determines your brain physiology, which in result determines how you respond and react to things. Right. So the point is, is it, it's, it's all related. But if you don't take control and at some point change things, mm -hmm. Right. Your behavior patterns or now is not a good time. You make excuses. Understand that that that's going to like that. You're it's going to be even harder to get out of it. Yeah. Right. So it, true. It, it's, it takes kind of in-depth thinking here. But mm -hmm. the, and this is I'm just trying to tiptoe into this because this yeah. is like this is, you know, I mean, this people spend their entire lives studying this type of stuff. Studying. Yeah. Writing. Uh writing about so it. it but this you know this can get into moral dilemmas and and, and or um all sorts of like you know deep theor theoretical discussions blah 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 but the right. point is is practicality understand that your body is is, is an organic machine in a way and right. every thought you have is a neural pathway connected in your brain and your brain is literally you right, right. so so if you don't do something about it, you are going to be on autopilot and your brain's going to control you every single yep. day of your life. Yep. 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 So absolutely. So when I say your brain, who's in control, who's in control, 
Is it your brain or is it you? Correct. There's, they're different. Because your brain I, I is going to develop yeah. no matter what, with or without you making decisions to decide to get better or to, to make the right choice or, or like your brain is already been developed from your environment, right. from people around you, the way you grew up or, or whatever it is that, that you feel, your emotions, right? Mm-hmm. So, right. so if you don't decide to take control, and it's not easy. Right. So you basically your brain is flexible. It is always mm-hmm. changing. If if you do if you decide to change something in your life, so really you, again, this is gonna be business. This is gonna be personal. It can it's everything. Your your brain is your operating hardware, software, but it's ever evolving. Right. So the point is, is we've gone, I mean, I know me personally with you, we've gone through all different types of uh, conversations like, you know, fixed mindset uh, versus, you know, um, you know, versus or, growth. Or, right. Yeah. Versus growth or, or, or even um, flow state, right. The ebb and flow state, or, right. I mean, we can go over and over again, but every single thing you talk about, not you, but us or we or everybody in the world, yeah. because your brain creates all these functions or, right. you know, or understanding of everything. So when you go back to think to the basic levels of how your body operates, are you making excuses for yourself and staying the same? Or are you, you know, going to control yourself? And, and actually, when you, when you take control of the reins of your life, you actually start to rewire your brain. And it becomes easier because right. your brain's now wired that way. Mm-hmm. Right? No, dude, Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I think something that's massively important for people to understand is that like you can rewire your brain. Like most people don't understand that. Like people just think that they're a product of their environment. They're a product of their upbringing. They're a product of their parents. They're a product of their friends. They're a product of their habits, but they can't, they don't actually have an understanding of an actual grasp on the fact that they can be in control. I think that's the biggest problem for people. A lot of the stuff that we go over in my program, guys, anybody watching this live right now, obviously Paul Ritsuna and I have been working together inside of the Evolved Executive Framework for the last six months or so, maybe more. more. Um, and so a lot of the stuff that we go over together in, the, in our program is awareness, right? Is being aware of the things that you can and can't change, mainly the ones that you can, because there's a lot more stuff that a person can change in their life than they can ever possibly imagine. Right. And this is really, really, really good, man. So I want I want you to dive deep for us right now. And I want you to talk a little bit about how a person can go from their mind or sorry, their brain controlling them. What are the strategic steps necessary for a person to actually retake control from their brain and be able to control their state, control their fears? Like, for example, I'll, let me give you an example. Me, I don't like spiders. Okay. Um, and down here there's spiders this big that just walk in your house, literally hand size, not a joke, hand size. I have videos of me killing them. And when I first saw one, I like, I started crying first of all, and I'm, I'm, I'm a man and I will, I'm willing to admit I started crying on the spot because I was like, I can't live here. I can't do it. And then I went to bed. I found it three days later under my sink and I had to have like a showdown with it. And it was this big, (laughs) but anyways, So, what do you do when a person, like, let's talk about fear, because I so, think that's something that can apply to anybody. Sure. So go, go ahead. First, first and foremost, so 
I'm not a doctor. I don't have everything, but I can tell you there's a lot of different ways mm -hmm. to do that. And it's so my recommendation to you, for example, would be systematic desensitization to it. Right. So you have an above normal fear of spiders, clearly. Mm -hmm. Right. So and this can be all sorts of things, calling somebody on the phone. Right. Mm -hmm. This can be going out in public for some people. This can be like right. it can be it can be all sorts of different types of fear. Now, um, if we go back one step, if we go back to the fact that what is causing fear, it is increased electrochemical um, activity in your brain. Right. So you can do you can do certain things, and it might be different for other other every uh, people here, but you can do things to try to decrease that. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, one way that I would you know recommend so for in the behavior world is again systematic desensitization. So. You know, take somebody, I don't know, if you see a picture of a spider, are you freaking out? Like, do you have that type of level of fear? If I see a picture of one, it kind of grosses me out, but. So there but are people, the, but, like, for, like, a, like a, is it like a phobia level? There are people that are phobias. Like, if they see no, it on TV, so, they weak. No, so, so, so for me, it started out with I was crying when I saw right. one. And now, well, I haven't seen one since I moved back here. But yeah. by the end of living here for four months initially, Sure. I would see one and I just whack it with a broom and I was fine. Right. So like they'd give me like shivers. I'd be like, Hur! and then I'd hit it with a broom. Right. So <laughs> like it, it wasn't like deathly afraid anymore. But your brain goes right to that same place and it fires and it makes you do something that you feel like, okay, this is gone. Let's get rid of this. Right. Yeah, so exactly. Depending, it, it, regardless of what level of fear you're in, you just start somewhere where that, that you can handle it. So if it was something that couldn't even look at a spider, mm -hmm. I would start with, okay. Um, can you talk about spider? Can you say the word spider? Mm -hmm. Some people can't even deal with that. So right. you just start with conversation. And then you can start with like, you know, uh, you know, now visualize you're in a room and you see a spider, right? right? You just slowly amp your way up. For you, I would probably say, okay, what kind of spider is it? Mm -hmm. Is it poisonous? Right. Right? Let's look it up. Let's see. Let's understand it more. Let's look at like, is this going to hurt you in any way? Mm-hmm. Right. That's where I would start for you. You're yeah. killing a spider that might be actually eating all sorts of bugs that might be more dangerous to you. Right. You don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm just making yeah. things like, you know, no, no, absolutely. But you would start there. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you would start to go and being able to actually see it in person. And you're going to feel that heightened sense as yeah. you systematically go. But you're not going right to the extreme where it's unbearable. Right. So it's a systematic right. development. And this can be in business. This can be like this is everything. Right. Mm -hmm. People hold themselves back. The outside world is not holding you back. The outside world has programmed your brain and your mind to think that you can't do things or that you need to be nervous about this or that you need to do X, Y, and Z. Understand that right. that's, your, that's them programming your brain to try to control you in some way, even if they don't know they've done it to you. Right. So it's, you know, so what I would recommend in this scenario is systematic desensitization. Systematic. So if you have this kind of an irrational fear, number one, let's try to understand yeah. it. Right. Could you be that afraid? I mean, if it's some crazy poisonous spider, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah sure. I mean, yeah. I would probably not want, I'd probably kill that thing real quick. Yeah. You know, like get this thing out of here, especially you've got kids, you know, you're married. Like, you know, right. if it's a dangerous, dangerous thing, if it's literally just a large, ugly, disgusting looking spider, sure. Yeah. It's gross. That's what they are. Nothing, nothing in Dominican Republic is poisonous, thankfully. So, so I would start with, you know, uh, look it up, make sure you know that for a fact. And as you're looking it up, now your brain is getting wired to see this thing. You're getting used mm -hmm. to it. You're mm -hmm. now becoming more desensitized to it. 
So then when you see it in person and live, you're like, I know all about this thing. Let's just sweep it outside. It's going to go away. It's going to eat the bugs, you know? Right. Um, Right. So systematic desensitization is is something that's very, very beneficial. Um, uh, I mean, there's, there are probably thousands of textbooks on all different types of things, but Mm -hmm. the ultimate, the the point of understanding your brain and that there's more going on there than just your thoughts or understanding that your thoughts are literally made up of electrical chemical reactions. Like understand that if you feel out of control, okay, rewind back to basics. Okay. Something is over firing in my brain. How do I slow that down? Right. You can, you can literally. Wow. Take it from a, yeah, take it from a scientific standpoint. It makes it almost less scary immediately because you just think about what's going on in your brain as opposed to just emotion, raw emotion. Irrational thoughts. I mean, it's, it's, it's your brain. Are you in control? Right. Who's controlling what? And the answer is really, you are your brain. It's both, right? It's both. You, you, you influence your brain and your brain influences you. And then you've got the outside environment and all these other things. So it's, um, it, I find it fascinating. Um, and I, you know, I haven't really dug deep into it in a long time, but you know, when we were talking last week on here, uh, it kind of made me rethink it and like kind of go through right. some old stuff that I had old notes and, and it was just like, this is, Oh yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, I have hundreds of papers I've written on different stuff like this. Um, wow. yeah. but, you know, I, I've been, I haven't worked in the behavior world in a little while now. I mean, I'd say, I guess I still do it daily, but not, where I'm creating data points and, and analyzing right. and altering on, you know, uh, on with data, people's behavior to better them. Right. Right. So I get uh, you, but it's fascinating. Understand that your thoughts are your thoughts, but they're literally connections. Think of wires, right? Trillions or billions of wires connected intricately make up your brain and literally make your, your brains thoughts. are crazy. When you yeah. think of a memory, oh, that's a pool. Literally something in your brain shifted and turned and now created a connection. <laughs> that is what a pool is. That is yeah. your perception. Yeah. Your perception can change. You can be you can be manipulated. You can be given propaganda to think green is blue and blue is green and all these things. Understand right. like that stuff is spooky, but if you aren't really understand what's going on, you can unprogram yourself and mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, in every aspect of life, really. I mean, it just, it's, you just got to think about what's going on, process stuff. Um, Again, trying to keep it to business, like, understand, like, why are you afraid of losing money? Why are you afraid of spending money? Who told, like, you know, you got to understand money is a tool. You you have, if you're afraid to spend it, how are you going to make more of it? You need to invest your money. Your Mm -hmm. money's sitting in your bank account whether it's your business account or your personal savings account, it's doing absolutely nothing for you. In right. fact, it's losing value every day. Yeah, because of inflation. Every Especially day. now with stimulus checks and COVID yes. and everything. It's absolutely yeah. stupid. I don't want yeah. a bunch of money in my bank account. I think it's the dumbest yeah. thing in the world. When I was younger, I didn't get it. I, I was like, yeah. nope, save like this and that. Like you're fearful of spending money. It's like uh, you've got to spend your money. Right. To make, you know, really – how do you get more money? You provide bigger value and you solve larger problems. Right. That's how you get more money. It's right. not about stacking up money and leaving it in the bank. It's about finding solutions to problems that can affect and help more people. So real estate wise, create better systems. 
Find a way to impact people more so that they talk about you more. Get your face out, your word out more. Bottom line, you know, take care of people. Provide value. Right. Um, right. But, you know, it's these irrational fears. And again, I'm human. I probably still have plenty of them. I'm sure I do, you know, but our mind tricks us. All of us. Yeah. yeah. The answers to so a lot true. of our, our, you know, the solutions to a lot of our problems, 99% of the time are right in front of us. We just can't see it because we're kind of blind to it. You know, it's pretty cool. No, absolutely. So I think it's really, I think it'd be important because we've been on here for maybe 15 minutes now. Let's do a recap on everything that we discussed. We talked, we've, we talked all about the brain. We talked about the difference between the brain and the mind. We talked about who's in control. We talked about taking back control. We talked about how the brain and the mind are the same thing, but they're not in a way. So what I want you to do, Paul, for us really quickly, just so everybody on these platforms, if they came in late, um, can kind of, you know, get sure. it just what we're talking about here. Um, give us a quick recap on yeah. everything that we discussed. So it's, it's like, it, so the brain, everybody knows what a brain is, right? Everybody has a brain. It's mm -hmm. your brain. And then what is your conscious experience? Right. Right. What do you, when, when, when I say dog, what do you think of? Mm -hmm. Everybody thinks of some type of dog that they know. Right. right. It, right. So that's what your brain has a process it goes through that creates your perception of a dog in that mm -hmm. process it goes through. So I gave an example earlier, you know, well, I don't know, 10 minutes ago, 15 minutes ago, yeah. Yeah. Um, that it's like a light's like turning on a light, right? Light with it. When the light is on, right. That's the, your perception of a dog, right? You have to go and manually flick the light switch up and the electricity from outside that goes to your electric panel that runs, you know, the current that runs to the light switch. And then you turn the light switch on, it flows through and turns the light on. Mm -hmm. You don't see what's going on inside your brain to create that perception. Right. Two different things, right? So, right. so, you know, when you think of fear, you have a lot of like a, a heightened, increased level of electrochemical activity in your brain. And it's mm -hmm. in the central amygdala. But the point is, is, you know, there's something going on there that's creating fear, not just the image of a spider, not just that the, the person that, you know, not, not the, you know, again, if a guy, a person has a gun pointed at your head, you're probably going to have fear, right? So that's just like, mm -hmm. it's an extreme example, but everybody has different fears, losing right. money, abandonment, um, you know, all sorts of different things, right? So the, the point is, is your brain has a process that's creating your, your perception. Right. And when you go to it, it's this pattern that occurs is the actual perception. So the pattern right. creates what you think a rabbit is, what you think a dog is, whatever it right. is, right? Um, and then it's, and then if you go back to it, it's, if you really think about it, it's like, okay, so is my brain controlling me? Right? Like that pattern is telling me what to think or what I visualize. Right. 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 Or am I able to visualize that creates the pattern? Right. Like who's in control? And the answer, I mean, is it, is it the physiology of your brain that controls, that controls you? Or is it you that controls your brain? So that's kind of the, the, the philo philosophical question in a way. Yeah. And the answer yeah. is your brain is you, right? Your brain is you like, so you, you can it. control, you, you can take control yep. and it influences you. Right. So it's just a matter of, okay, sure. Your brain's telling you, I don't want to get up because I'm tired. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you say too freaking bad, get up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. Exactly. Over yep. time, your brain's yeah. going to be the one telling you, get your butt up. And you're going to say, I don't really feel like it. I didn't get much sleep last night. Your brain's going to say, get up. Yeah. 
it's the inner it's the inner battle right it's yeah, like totally it's, it's you have you, you can constantly change what you think what you mm-hmm. how what makes you feel good you know like right. you, you can go very in depth with all this stuff and then you and then you can once you understand that you can start to find ways to systematically desensitize you to your fear um, how to um, decrease those elevated levels of uh, you know electrochemical uh, activity so basically right. how do I decrease what's going on in my brain so I don't get so fearful right. whether it's a spider whether it's taking that appointment or picking up that phone to do to do cold calls to people or whatever right. it is you know fire like you know I'm, I'm, I'm a broker owner I, I sometimes I sometimes have to fire people right, right? I sometimes have to have inter, you know the more interviews I do for people the better but I have to tell people, I'm sorry, I don't think you're a good fit. You know, right. like, I'm not afraid to have these conversations, but a lot of people are fearful of those things. You know, to me, it's yeah. if I'm telling the truth and I'm being honest, like, I'm just, you know, if it's not a good fit for us, it's probably not a good fit for them. Yeah. Take this to relationships, for example. It's hard to have breakups with people because you feel mm-hmm. bad for them, even though you know it's not a good fit. It could be a marriage. It could be all sorts of things. Right. But the point is, is it's not good for either people to sit here and do nothing because you're afraid to disconnect, right? You know, or you're afraid to, of that loss, or you're you're afraid that what you can perceive as being alone, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And again, we could go on to all sorts of different examples, but understand that it's literally just stuff going on in your brain right. that you can't control at that moment. So you have to find a way to to minimize it so that you can control it and make the right decisions, or right. what the right, right. decisions are to you. Yep. You know, so it's pretty cool. It's complex, but. It's just something to, to consider or to think about when um, anybody on here, you know, regardless of what it is, whether it's joining your program, not joining your program, or it's business, whatever it is, you know, it's like um, excuses are excuses. Excuses are is your brain telling you, you know, this sounds good to me. Like, I'm tired. I'm going to sleep in. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm a broker. I can control my time. If you're in real estate, you're right. an agent, you can control your time. You can wake up whenever you want and go to bed whenever you want. If you're right. an adult. You can decide whether you want to stay at that job you hate, or if you want to leave that job you hate. Right. Sure, you've got responsibilities. We all do. But if you don't change it, who will? Right. Right. Do you 100%. like the way you feel right now? If the answer is no, well, then you should probably do something about it. You should it. probably you're do something about it. it. Yep. You're going to stay that way yep. forever. You know? It's true. Uh, so true, man. Yeah. And again, I'm not a, I don't have all this perfect here, but it's, it's interesting and it affects mm-hmm. all of us. It's cool. It's very cool. No, I love it. I, I think it's super important. Uh, and there's been a lot of people live here with us for, for the whole time, which is awesome. So people, people are really liking the topic. Um, you know, Paul, if you guys didn't know, Paul is here every Friday on Evolved Executives um, to deliver, you know, topics such as this. So if you're ever interested in seeing Paul again, um, you can find him here every Friday. Paul, why don't you give everybody your social media handle right now? Tell everybody where they can find you sure. uh, and then we'll wrap it up. So uh, on Instagram, it's just Paul the Broker. And on okay. uh, Facebook, it's just my name, Paul Ritsuna, and it's H-R-Y-C-U-N-A, and I'm the broker owner of Keeler Family Realtors out of uh, New Hampshire. New and, Hampshire. Uh, New Hampshire, awesome. right. Yeah, we'll be more, though. We'll be farther. Yeah. <laughs> good yeah, stuff. We'll awesome. Everywhere. Well, Paul, it's always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, really, really good topic today. Anybody who's watching this live right now, th- show us some love. Hit the hearts. Hit the likes. If you're watching the replay right now, comment replay. Let us know that you're here. Let us know if you like it. We'll see you guys all in the next episode on Friday with Paul, and we'll see you for Evolved Executives again starting on Monday. We'll see you guys soon. Take care.